0: Hi, this is Tom Schultz, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. Hey, this is Alexia from Children of Bottom, and you are listening to Iron City Rocks. Hi, this is Carmine the Peace,
1: and you're listening to Iron City Rocks.
0: Hey, everybody, this is Sholin Turner.
2: You're listening to John on Iron City Rocks. Oh!
0: To episode two hundred and fifty-three of the Iron City Rocks podcast. I'm your host, John, coming to you from the Iron City of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, bringing you the best rock, hard rock, heavy metal, and blues talk on the net. Episode two fifty-three. We are joined by legendary vocalist Joe Lynn Turner, who has sang for bands like Deep Purple, Rainbow, Ingvae Malmsteen, Mother's Army, and more. It's got a new band called Rated X uh, in a uh, kind of a supergroup fashion. Joel and Turner, joined by Tony Franklin, who you might remember from ACDC, The Firm, played with Paul Rogers. Carl Cochran, who is Joe's uh, guitarist uh, for many years, and also joining them on drums. Carmine Apice, who is, uh, God, who hasn't Carmine played with? So, very exciting album. Joel and Turner, obviously a name that uh, everyone remembers. He replaced Graham Bonnet uh, in Rainbow. Uh, had some of the biggest hits with that Rainbow enjoyed commercially Stone Cold, Street of Dreams uh, went on uh, to do an album with Deep Purple also uh, did Ingvan uh, Malmsteen's Odyssey album also the uh, Live in uh, Russia album Ingvan Malmsteen did so, uh, Joe has been around he had that great hit with Ingvan Malmsteen Heaven Tonight um, went on to do a bunch of different projects in the 90's including Mother's Army Uh, So this is kind of an interesting one. It was kind of brought together by the uh, owner of Frontier Records. Uh, The album is available now. It's a self-titled album, Rated X. I suggest if you want to find Rated X, go to Amazon. Uh, Go to music before you search for Rated X, so you make sure you get what you're searching for. Uh, And don't just do a random Google search on the name of the band. Get some interesting results there. So, without further ado, we'll talk to Joe Lynn Turner. Honor, I welcome to the show Vocalist Extraordinaire Joe Lynn Turner. How are you doing today, Joe?
2: Very good, John. Thank you for asking.
0: Hey, uh, you've got a great new record out, Rated X. Um, Do you want to talk a little bit about how the band came together?
2: Yes, actually, um, I was approached by Frontiers Records to to put something, uh, to put a, a band around me to showcase. Uh, the vocals originally, although I think we showcase every member of this band. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I said, hey, that's a great idea, Sarfino. You know, uh, he's the head of the label. And I was still on tour when we were talking, so I kept my mind, you know, on the road and uh, worked hard. And then came home for about a week or ten days, and I got a call from Carmine, who was up at the offices of the New York office, mm-hmm. Frontiers, and he said, Hey, I was talking to Derek Shulman and I found out that, you know, you want to do this project and I'd like to be a part of it. And I said, oh, man, it'd be great to work with you again at the Mother's Army. Mm. I mean, very underrated bands in my opinion, but sure. really, really great albums. And um, he said, and I said, well, what about Tony Franklin then, you know, Blue Murder? Mm. And he said, yeah, let's call him. So we called him and he was into it. And at that point, uh, they wanted to have a marquee value on a guitar player. Sure. Uh, they wanted someone semi-famous, you know. I hate the word supergroup. I really do. Be, but yeah. that's, that's kind of what they were trying to put together. So, uh, Bruce Kula came up, and uh, Bruce is a great guy, a mm-hmm. good player. So, uh, we said... We were we weren't even recording yet, but at the at the same time we said you know this could be a band, not a project, right. and we said we, we always want a band of our own. Anybody else? And they all said yeah. And Bruce said, look, I'm busy. I got Grand Funk. I don't really, I can't really commit. So we said, well, we we respect that, and I hope you respect us for wanting what we want, and we'll look around. Sure. So he he exited and. Uh, was trying to figure out who's out there you know Doug Aldrich had three projects he had just left White Snake had three projects going he said look man I'd love to but uh, I'm I'm jammed plus you know I got some family time I need to catch up with here so I said I totally understand and respect that Doug no problem and we kept looking around and then coming and I looked at each other and said Jeff Watson so next thing we knew we called up Jeff, and he was like, yeah, great, I'm totally into it. And Jeff is virtuoso, so he's mm-hmm. amazing. So we thought, okay, we got it. But Jeff has a studio on, the, on his ranch that he rents out and produces and does all kind. Of, he's very busy with that. It's basically a, uh, a big revenue stream for him. And we were one month in, and we uh, are all doing our bits, and he came up with one guitar part. So we were like, Jeff, we can't have this kind of... Uh, we need more of a workload. You know, we need to get this done because of electric companies' screaming for it, and um, he just he just couldn't meet the workload because of his commitments in the studio with uh, with other projects and producing and whatnot. So we said, look, we got to look around again. So I said to Sirfim. Look, my guitar player, Carl Cochran. He's brilliant. He'll fit this perfectly. He knows exactly what we want. I know the guy. I know for years. We've written all kinds of great songs together. All of my solo albums, etc. I said he's he'll be perfect. So Sarah famous said, Yep, go ahead, do it. Let's let's just go with Carl. He's worked with Ace Frehley and people like that, but he's not as famous as some people. But mm-hmm. he's a guitar hero waiting to happen. Sure. You know, I mean, you only, all of this got to start someplace. Yeah. So, so Goss had to, had to do two tracks um, so we could run out to L.A. and do these quick videos and come back and finish the album. And he got seven tracks in and suffered a stroke. Ooh. Yeah, horrible. Yeah, heartbreaking. That's... Very heartbreaking. Yeah, you don't do yeah. like that much. No, not not in the, uh, the music not industry. From,
0: uh, yeah, young guys.
2: Yeah, and he's younger guy. You know, he, he's like only I think forty nine or fifty. So that's to me that's young. So uh, make a long story short, uh, we've, been, we've been doing benefits for him, and he's really recovering rapidly, and we hope that he's a hundred percent. But it's going to be a long hard road. Okay. So we're doing a few more benefits to offset his medical costs. Uh, I can't. Thank everyone enough for uh, the love and support that he's been getting because it's really positive reinforcement for him to recover. And this means a, a hell of a lot for him. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, with, yeah, with that being said, we still have four tracks for the album. So, uh, so there's only one guy that can, can measure up to the virtuosity that, that is on this album already, and that's Niccolo Katze from Drazen Abbott. Okay. You know, and Niccolo is an amazing player, violinist, composer, conductor. He's wider. He's just incredible. So, he listened to what we were doing, and he said, okay. He adjusted his, uh, his tones to fit, you know, sort of, so a, there's a consistency on the record. And he understood what we needed, and he just played four tracks brilliantly. And that's how we, uh, we finished the record.
0: Now, do, yeah. you, do you guys have plans, uh, I mean, obviously, with, with Carl's uh, health is obviously a four-month, but it was, you're planning to tour the States. I guess that's one of the, you know, the like a lot of people think of when they think your name is, you know, are we going to get to see him out on the road in the States on a proper tour?
2: Yeah, no, uh, let me address that, because uh, I've been going over to Europe, Russia, and India and all kinds of places beyond, and I didn't really concentrate on the states, and that's not uh, a slight for anybody here. I love my country, and I love everyone here, but uh, sometimes you got to go where you're really popular, and yeah. uh, I'm really popular there, and what I mean by that is, is that uh, I, I get a lot of love for from the guys in the states, but it seems that the tides you know, have changed, and the paradigm has shifted to rap and, and, and corporatized rock and sort of corporatized artists and different things. And, you know, there's not a lot of airplay that you can get anymore, and they don't break artists like this anymore, and it's pretty difficult here.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I know, I mean, when we talk to artists, you know, from, from Europe, we get the same kind of thing. You know, we'd love to come to the States, but financially it doesn't make sense. And, and you see guys, right. um, you know, countless U.S. artists who, who can make a very good living there. You think of a band like Mr. Big, for example. Yeah. You know, they, right. had, they, they had an awesome wave of success in, in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, but that era died down very quickly, and they were able to make a very good career, you know, off of enormous success in Japan. So, I mean, it, no one can fall yeah. you know, going where the audience is.
2: Um, one of the I, things... I do, I, do, I do, excuse me, but I do a lot of gigs with Eric, and I heard the new album before it was done, and I'd just like to add that Pat Rogan, who produced Mr. Big's new album and also mixed Rated X's new album, huh? just as an aside. So that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that is. Yeah, Eric said a hell of a talent. It would be
2: amazing uh, to guy. see
0: both of you guys in one night, would be amazing. Um, one yeah. of the, th- the things I, I noticed with the band, like you mentioned, in, in trying to schedule, uh, you know, obviously you've been in a part of the music industry for, you know, the better part of 40 years now uh, and mm-hmm. have seen you know, AOR rock and you know, arena rock and a lot of things that kept artists able to focus on one band. But it seems in the latter maybe 10 years, you see a lot of musicians with situations like uh, a Doug Aldrich where he's got himself in two or three projects. Um, how, how hard is that when you're trying to, to schedule these kind of things, even with the, with the musicians you have? Because I have to assume, you know, Carmen and Tony you know, probably weren't just sitting around doing nothing when the phone rings That's to do right. stuff like this. How hard is it to get all those schedules together?
2: Incredibly hard. I'm just talking about it today. My whole morning up to this point was pretty much about bookings because the schedules, yes, everybody's doing something uh, if you work yourself. Uh, Tony was out with Kenny Wayne Shepherd, and Carmine's out with the Metal All-Stars and Drum Wars and you name it. And it's incredible to put all these schedules together because I'm doing solo stuff as well. And you have to feed your family. That's and since awesome. the revenue stream from CDs has been taken away from us, which it really has, Absolutely. Uh, we don't make any money on CDs anymore. I mean, you know, not like we used to. Everybody's stre- our music, apparently, uh, people have decided it should be free. Yeah. Isn't that nice? So that's that's really killing art and killing the artists. But we managed to keep our heads up water by playing live and selling merch. Yeah. And that's that's really the bottom line of it. And, of course, to make a new uh, CD is basically a calling card to say, okay, come out and hear these tunes, yeah. you know, hear, the, hear these songs and, and hear this sound. Um, and that's what we're doing with Rated X. We feel we've got a real driving force in this business right now with, uh, I would say, melodic hard rock. And uh, that's what this album is. And we didn't try to get too modern on it, except for our sound. I think we used technology to increase our sound, but no production tricks. We can do everything we do on that album live, and we're dying to get out there. And now, here's the paradigm. You run into the promoters. Not only are the schedules difficult, but the promoters are saying, well, we know Joe and Turner, Carmine, Tony, you know, individually, but we don't know them together. So now, the record just came out last week, uh, this week, Monday, the Face Friday. So to make a long story short, that we're up against now the record's gotta catch fire. Yeah and, and it's gotta go from gotta go from word to mouth and, and and um journalists and, and radio and podcasts and everything else and social media just like yourself. So yeah. here we are. And we're really concentrating on that. They're doing a great job for us as far as the promo is getting out there. We're meeting with incredible reviews. Uh, the listeners love it. So yeah. Fingers crossed, we will be we will we'll be coming out, but it probably won't happen until late summer or right. early fall. Okay.
0: You know. Yeah, which is you reasonable. Know? You know, it's interesting. Yeah. You mentioned you know the the paradigm shift of how you, making an album now is almost an advertisement for playing live versus you know obviously you did many many a tours uh, in the past where you were doing the tour to sell records and you know it, right. It is a total right. paradigm shift. And, and you know, in, in a way, you guys, you know, are probably counting your blessings that you're not 25 years younger because it would be virtually impossible to try to get off the ground. You know, the fact that you guys individually have that name recognition, you know, you go down the list and it's like, holy crap, this band's loaded. For, Absolutely. Loaded with talent. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, it,
2: Young guys all the time are asking me, how do you do it? And I say, you guys got the hardest job of all. Yeah. We're lucky, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, when, you, when you guys um, wrote, I mean, were you guys geographically in the same place or did you guys use some technology to kind of do this virtually to write?
2: First I'll say that nobody was in the same room at the same time recording this album. And I have to say, it sounds almost live mm-hmm. because, because when you listen to it, there's so many peaks and valleys and dynamics right. within the record itself. It sounds like, you know, But it's only an album that can happen with true professionals who are really listening to each other and know how to anticipate each other and what to do. Carmine does a roll or a and Tony's right on it with the bass notes and then the guitar catches it and off we go. So there's these incredible moments inside this record that it sounds live. But no, we use technology. We're on Skype. We're on cell phones. We're on um, uh, FaceTimes, uh, whatever we could use to, you know, across the sea, you know, even. Mm Uh, uh, when somebody say, "Hey, how do you like this track? And then we'd send files, we'd transfer files, and and you send it and all of these things. And uh, that's how we actually put this album together, with kind of technology.
0: Yeah, and and it's it's got to help. You you, never know it. Yeah, I I think one of the things that's probably got to help is that you're all, you know, very seasoned recording veterans, you know, so you're not can to take the shortcuts of just copying, pasting guitar parts all over the place. You know, play the riff once and just copy, paste, copy, paste. Because you guys know right. know how to make an album when you know making right. an album involved a razor blade um, as opposed to a click of the mouse. So uh, that's a
2: good point. It's yeah. a very good point because you're absolutely right. I don't think it can happen without that kind of experience, seasoning, and time that all these players have mm-hmm. that knew just what to do and when. So absolutely good point to make. Thank you.
0: Yeah, no, um, I guess the, the probably the biggest question I've always had for you is how do you keep the voice as spot on as it's been all these years? You know, I remember, especially when Ingbe's, you know, those the Odyssey album came out, you know, just, whoa, who's this guy? Um, you know, and it didn't even dawn us, you know, this is the guy from Rainbow because uh, we were too young at the time. But how do you keep the voice, you know, 25 years later sounding just as spot on?
2: Well, I have to thank my teacher for that Um you know, I'm a guitar player originally, and I sang background vocals, and, and I tell all the guys at the uh, School of Rock and what have you that it's, I sometimes appear, and I'm a an honorary professor there. And it's a great honor for the kids to, to for me, to, to see the kids and tell them all my war stories, and, mm-hmm. and I always tell them, never limit yourself to, to one instrument. You, can, you never know who you're going to be. You could be a singer, you could be a guitar you could be all things, A writer. be everything. You know you can be, and that's exactly what happened to me. I was playing guitar, singing background. Next thing I know, the singer got sick. I walked up to the mic, I sang, found out I had a voice. Um, so my father, in his wisdom, rest his soul, he said, uh, "If you're going to build a house, you better get a hammer." Yeah. And I said, "What do you mean?" He says, "You got to be, you better get some framework here. What are you doing, Joe? You know, yeah. like, and I and thank you for that advice, Bob, because." Uh, that carried me through, and it took me six teachers to, to find the right teacher. Mm-hmm. And uh, the great technique for me, there's a lot of techniques out there. Right. And there was a guy in Manhattan, he, Martin Lawrence, Marty Lawrence. And, um, in fact, I sent Bon Jovi to him and several other people. Uh, and uh, he was warming up Whitney Houston and Pavarotti and all, everybody in between. And his technique finally reached me where you don't put any strain on the vocal cords. You, of course, become hoarse from singing. It's impossible not to. Sure. It's a muscle. And when you work out and you're using that muscle, it's going to get sore. But you don't destroy it because you're supporting it with the diaphragm. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole different technique. It's a push-down-pull-up technique at the same time. And that has saved me not from nodes and polyps and... I've never had an operation, thank God, and, uh, you know, it's just something that I try to teach the kids that, you know, if I had the time, I would do private lessons to, to carry on Marty's uh, uh, technique, although he does have his son doing a similar technique now. Mm-hmm. So I would recommend people if they're in the New York area uh, to seek out a guy named Donald Lawrence, Don Lawrence. Don Lawrence. Yeah, fantastic teacher, Don Lawrence. So that's how. And a lot of water, hydration, exercise, try to keep the body moving, you know, because that's your circulation, you need that. Um, And there's a a really wonderful voice teacher called um, Amanda Hannity who uh, writes books, and I have her books. And I spoke to her via email, and she has wonderful techniques about the psychology of singing, the physiology of singing, and what it really takes, the emotionality of singing, because singing is not just a technique. You have to have, you can have fear. And if you have fear, you're going to stunt your voice, not only to the point where you don't sound right, but the way you heard it. You know, or if you're afraid to go for notes, if you're afraid to do these certain things, uh, not only do you limit yourself, but you can actually damage your vocal cords permanently. So a lot of this uh, comes into singing. It's a mental exercise as well as a physical
0: operation. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate the, appreciate the advice. And, and folks, the, the Rated X album, uh, you can get that on Amazon. Uh, I imagine they still a physical product. Obviously, it's still available in digital. Uh, iTunes it as well, and we'll look forward to seeing. Hopefully, in 2015, some, somewhere in the United States on tour. Joe, I really appreciate it.
2: Well, we would too, and and we just thank you and thank you, listeners, for all the love and support all these years. And please check out Rated X. I think uh, I think you're really going to enjoy this record. Oh. Um, hopefully, it will do what rock and roll does, which is inspire your life.
0: a big thanks to joe and turner for joining us on the show again rated x the albums available now it's a whopping ten bucks or less at amazon depending on whether you want physical or digital it's on frontier records hopefully joe uh, can find it uh, sometime in 2015 to do some proper touring in the united states would be great to see them out there uh, i can imagine the greatest hits that uh, rated x could play uh, it would be phenomenal so I look forward to that also coming out on frontiers you might want to put a little bug in your ear uh, former guest of the show Michael Sweet and also George Lynch have uh, an album coming out in early January it's called Sweet and Lynch um, had a chance to listen to that earlier this week but I think you're really going to enjoy it uh, very much in the vein of uh, Michael's latest work with Striper with the harmonies and things like that but undeniably George Lynch in the guitar solo so very cool album to listen to uh, also he's got uh, James Lorenzo and um Brian Tishy on drums so no shortage of musicianship in that band as well so we're to check that out you can find more information on us at ironcityrocks.com facebook and twitter.com forward slash ironcityrocks you can get to see either one of those also follow us on Instagram we've got some phenomenal shows of the Ace Fraley show that came through the Pittsburgh market the Black Veil Bride show that came through the market Uh, So always adding new content there in addition to the podcast. We appreciate you listening to the podcast. It's available on iTunes, Spreaker, SoundCloud, uh, all those various sorts. We're now in on TuneIn Radio. So if you don't like to download stuff, you go to get the TuneIn Radio app. Uh, You can find Iron City Rocks there as well. Also, if you'd like to reach us, ironcityrocks at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys, things you like, things you don't like, etc. So until next time, we thank you for listening.